Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> Perhaps uh, we should point out that the federal government has had to spend trillions of dollars to try to keep Americans alive during this pandemic. So it is absolutely the government's business. It is taxpayers' business if we have to continue to spend money to try to keep people from contracting COVID and helping reopen the economy. And so it is our business to try to make sure Americans can prosper, Americans can freely associate. And knocking on a door has never been against the law. You don't have to answer, but we hope you do because if you haven't been vaccinated, we can help help dispel some of those rumors that you've heard and hopefully get you vaccinated. There are experts. Listen, we hear pleas from President Biden telling people to get vaccinated, but what we're seeing is a decline in vaccinations. And there are folks who say more needs to be done, like Dr. Lena Wen, who in an op-ed for the Washington Post said, quote, that's not nearly enough. Biden needs to get behind proof of vaccination, starting with his own White House events. A gathering touting the United States' progress toward independence from the virus should have been the ideal opportunity to make the case for vaccine requirements. It matters for everyone, including the vaccinated. What's your response to that? Having people say, yes, I am vaccinated and, and proving it, or at least having them attest to it. Well, there are any number of ways to try to continue to make progress, and the president has demonstrated that he is open to moving in any direction we can to help Americans get safe, be safe, feel safe. And so we'll continue to provide uh, Americans access. We're going to go where you are so that you can get vaccinated, and we'll do everything we can. And what we've done is allowed the states, through our governors, our mayors, and county supervisors, to determine how best to approach people in their neighborhoods. You notice he deflected on that last question, right? <laughs> Welcome back. I guess he doesn't want to be associated with or doesn't want the Biden administration being associated with um, saying vaccines are going to be mandatory and that they're going to ha- require some sort of proof, whether it's a vaccine passport or something else, they're going to require you to prove that you've been vaccinated. He doesn't want to touch that. He deflected to the states. As far as going door to door, this did come out last week. I didn't address it last week because I had other things on the agenda, but going door to door is dangerous. It may sound funny, and I know a lot of people are poking fun and putting up a lot of funny memes, which I wish I could show. Some of them are pretty bad. Anyways, uh, yeah, they're putting up funny memes and, and people think it's a joke, but it's really not a joke. Back in 1933, when Hitler took power, it was only a few months after that that they went door-to-door, the Nazis went door-to-door, looking for and arresting socialist, communists, trade union leaders, and others that spoke out against the Nazi party. Some of them they even murdered. They kept a list of them. Now, I know Becerra addressed after the fact that it's not like we're keeping a list or anything. We're just going around and we're trying to make sure that we enlighten people and get people that may potentially either want the vaccine or need the vaccine, the vaccine, we're trying to get it in their arms. Well, that was a blatant lie. And being that he was on CNN, it's not real surprising that it was a lie. Just some of the proof of that is Lake County, 
They have a community health ambassador outreach program that's going to do the door knocking project to increase the COVID vaccine acceptance. On the report itself at the bottom, it says report on your work. It says be sure to fill out a door knocking spreadsheet with the counts of who still needs a vaccine, who is already vaccinated, and who needs more info, etc. This is important information that the health department is relying on. Well, if Xavier's not lying and they're not interested in keeping tabs on who has and who hasn't taken the vaccine, then why are they asking people to report on it? Just like Nazi Germany, where they're compiling a list of people that are against what they're trying to do, why are they forcing this vaccine? Why is it such a big thing? Don't tell me death rates. Because last year, our death rates were in line with every other year. So I don't want to hear nothing about death rates. And if you do want to go with death rates, what about all the people that have taken the vaccine that have died because of it? So we're going to leave death rates out of this one. But it is interesting to me the push that they continue to do. You remember, Fauci said at the beginning of this when he was still working for Trump, again, it's probably another lie, but he did say once you hit the 70% mark, you are at herd immunity. In which case, it's not necessary to wear masks. It's not necessary to get a vaccine. So if we're at 70%, why the push? Look, they could keep pushing all they want. My biggest problem is I don't trust the government at all right now. Over the course of the last, say, decade, they've weaponized the FBI, the DOJ. You can't trust in the justice system anymore. The teachers' union is out of control. Everything the government does that they put their grubby little hands on has been tainted and tarnished and no longer functions as it should. So why should I trust you about this vaccine? Why, if I don't want to? And it's my choice. If I want to accept the risk of potentially catching the original strand, the second strand, the 150th strand of COVID and get it for myself. And if I choose to not take the vaccine and die because of it, then it is my personal choice. It has no effect on anybody else around me. If I die, the only people that are impacted is my family, maybe some friends in the end. That's it. Everybody else, you're not hurt by that. I'm just another number. So instead of knocking door to door, why don't you let me make my own decision and let me take care of me? And you don't need to worry about me. I don't depend on the government like some socialists do. I can take care of myself and make intelligent decisions for me and my family. It's not necessary. But they're going to keep pushing. Even Dr. Fauci was on CNN on Sunday saying that he would advocate and would be accepting of mandates, that in some areas, in some places, it's going to be required, and that it's almost necessary to get to that point to protect all Americans from quote-unquote death. I think Dr. Fraudchi has overstayed his welcome, personally. I think that there are plenty of other doctors in the United States that could assume his role and do a better job at it. I don't think he's the only doctor in the world that can make these decisions for everybody. I must have missed the moment when he was ordained from the heavens above. It must, I must not have been paying attention that day because as far as I'm concerned, you've never done anything that great in the first place. So why we're listening to you, I have no idea. I mean, I'm not, but some people are. You know, the Biden administration is running this as if they were a dictatorship. 
I mean, that's really what it comes down to. They keep trying to tell you what you're going to do. They're looking for all the ins and outs. Right now, they're trying to do it in a nice way. They don't want you to realize what they're doing. Because I think if most Americans did realize it, you would have something like they have in Cuba right now. You notice that even in Cuba, the Biden administration is saying that the people are protesting and revolting against the government because of a lack of COVID vaccines. This could not be any further from the truth. The vaccine may have a small part in this, but they are tired of being run by a communist government. They don't want it anymore. Cuba's Communist Party was first formed in 1925. So for a hundred years, they've had communists in their country. They're tired of it. It's not just about COVID. It's all medical care. They don't have enough of it. They don't have the basic necessities that you need in life to survive. They're lacking in food. They're lacking in medicine. They're lacking in power. They are lacking basic human rights is what it comes down to. In Cuba, you own nothing. Everything that you buy down there has to be registered with the government. Everything. If you buy a box fan, which I'm sure most of us have at the house, it gets hot, you got the little fan and it's running, okay. They have to register that. You don't actually own that. The government owns that. Their socialist society, the government gives them a couple dollars a month, which buys them, what, a carton of eggs? Good luck surviving on a carton of eggs in a month. It's almost the same as Venezuela. The difference is Venezuela is newer, but they're already feeling the strain. Cuba has been feeling this strain, like I said, over half a century. This is what the left doesn't want you to see on the news. They don't want it played out that, oh, look, communism doesn't work. Socialism doesn't work. Well, duh. <laughs> Yo, nobody saw that coming. It's never worked ever. But they don't want you to see it. MSM's going to do everything they can to hide it. They're just spinning it like, oh, they don't have enough vaccine. That is the lamest thing I've ever heard. That these people are marching in the streets, carrying American flags, no less, which has nothing to do with COVID. And you're going to go with that? They're carrying American flags because they want freedom. Because when they look at the United States, they think freedom. Let me ask you this. If communism and socialism is so good, and these people have been doing it as long as they have, why would these people take garbage, garbage, secretly have a group of them get together, build a raft, okay, out of garbage, just anything that'll float. You're going to put it together, and under the cover of darkness, you and however many people you can fit on the size raft you built are willing to brave a 90-mile journey through an unforgiving ocean to make it to Florida with no certainty of even getting to that point. And once you get here, being uncertain about what your future is, once you arrive here, whether you're going to be sent back, whether you're going to be kept in a jail cell, you don't know what's going to happen to you. And that to them is more worth it than staying where they are, that they believe in freedom that much that they're willing to take that risk to come here, give up everything over there, leave it just to close on your back with a chance to just taste freedom. That is sad. And yet you have people on the left running straight to that. 
No questions asked. Full bore. Let's go. Yeah, man. Socialism, it works great, man. It's going to be wonderful. Oh, we can print money forever. No problem. Yeah. Listen, you know, the Treasury Department and them, they, they can just print it forever. They got a printing press. Just keep putting paper in there. We're good. Oh, really? Yeah. Your groceries cost you a little more this week than last week, didn't they? Huh? Gas prices seem to keep going up too, don't they? Yeah. You know, just keep printing that paper. It's just going to keep getting more expensive. So eventually... You're just like in Venezuela. You might as well throw it into the sky and stomp all over it because guess what? It's worthless. Teachers Union, years of indoctrination, years of not teaching kids what is correct. It's not teaching you the proper way of civics, of economics. You don't know any of it. You don't understand. The more money you print, you devalue the dollar. Once the dollar is devalued, it's worthless. They don't see that. They just think Uncle Sam is here to be your buddy and Take care of you. Well, I'm going to assume that some Cubans thought that. It was more of a hostile takeover in Cuba in 1965 with Che involved. But I'm going to assume some thought it was. But the majority of people didn't. They fled. You should have seen the mass exodus in 1965 when he was coming into power. People knew to leave. They knew better. The difference between Cuba and the United States is we have nowhere to run. There's nowhere to go. If you idiots go that route, and by idiots, I mean you socialist Democrats, this new extreme fascist Antifa, just bunch of fools out there. If you go this direction, there's nowhere to go. Look at Canada. You want to go to the North? Trudeau's worse than Biden. You ain't going to the North. Mexico, they're barely surviving as it is. Their country, they don't have enough money to take care of themselves, let alone flood all these people in there. It ain't going to be no different. You're not going across the pond. Boris is on board with everything. He talks about building back better, so he's on with this whole new uh, global economy. Where are you going to go? France, Macron, there's another one. Where, where are you going to go to? You're done. You're here. You're getting ready to go for the ride. You want to go through a half a century like they did before you finally stand up for yourself and say, hey, we don't want this. You're willing to take that chance? God, these people are foolish. You don't see it. You know, us that see it, we want this freedom with every ounce of our being because we know the alternative is dark. And you people just think that the government's your bestest friend. That's my best buddy. He's going to take such good care of me. Yeah. No, he's going to take care of himself. You get seconds at best. He's going to take care of himself, and then it's going to go down to the chain of who does what for him. And then by the time it gets down to you, you're going to be digging in trash cans, looking for food, and starving to death. I know that was a little bit off subject and I went on a tantrum there. It's just they're revolting in Cuba. The, our government, our mainstream media is trying to cover it up saying it's about a vaccine when anybody who has half a brain knows that's a bunch of crap. Sorry. So to go from something so extreme to something much more positive, CPAC was this weekend. Donald Trump came out and made a speech, which was a very good speech. I enjoyed it. I'm going to play a few clips back to back. They're a little bit jumbled. It's not, you know, time correct how he was saying them in the uh, speech. But he did. they did do a poll. Fox News came out, and there was a straw poll done on who's the, you know, front runner for the Republican Party. Trump got 70% of the vote. DeSantis got 21% of the vote. Everybody else got either one or less, which – that's not a big surpriser. And DeSantis should feel pretty proud of himself to pull that high with Trump being, you know, as potentially part of the ticket. 
They also did a poll where they took Trump's name off the list, and then DeSantis polled at about 68%. So if it ain't Trump, it'll be DeSantis. Personally, I hope it's Trump because I don't want to lose DeSantis as my governor. <laughs> I know I'm being a little bit selfish here, but man, he's been a great governor. I, I don't really have anything bad to say about him. His decisions are for the people, always. He's strong. He's willing to stand in there. I think he's a little more refined politically than Trump is, but I think Trump is exactly what America needs at this time. As toxic and nasty as the left is, Trump has proven that he could stand in there, take the shots, and keep moving forward and keep America on a path to success rather than what Sleepy Creepy's doing right now, which is systematically destroying us from the inside out. Here's those clips I wanted to play for you. Number 45, President Donald J. Trump. You never stop fighting for me, and I will never, ever stop fighting for you. Promise. Never forget that the radical left is not the majority in this country. We are the majority, and it's not even close. It's not even close. His highest and best use, I can tell you, is in a studio to paint. Even though he's never painted before, he set a record for the highest price for a person that never painted a picture before. Never did a painting before. Where is Hunter? (laughs) A crackhead painting paintings worth a half a million dollars. Man, he's good. God, I don't know too many crackheads that can do that, but... Maybe that's what he needs to make to uh, support his habit. I don't know. Like crackhead hunter. So, But yeah, Trump, you can tell that man loves the United States. Everything about the United States, he is purebred, 100% American. He loves his country, and he truly does have the best of intentions. I think he's just what we need. I think in the next three years, he's going to be more than what we need. He's going to have to come in here and try to clean house again. In an ideal world... Trump will be elected in 2024, followed by two terms of Ron DeSantis. And I think in that 12-year span, we could get America enough on track where we'll stop all the plans of these radical left Marxists and save the United States. At least, that would be like my wish and hope, let's say. If you like what you're hearing please rate and review me. It would be a great help and I would very much appreciate it. You can follow me on Twitter at LJCONSERCRN, Clout Hub, Little Joe's CC, Gab, Little Joe's Corner, and Parlor at Joe Little. You can also check out my website. If you'd like to leave me a message, go to the contact section, send a message in, and I will respond back to you. I make sure that I always respond back to everybody. Have a wonderful Tuesday. We'll do it again on Friday.